0: Beaming into your mind like a ray of cosmic revelation, smashing through the mainstream like a comet of prophecy. Lords and ladies, welcome to my show. Tonight I'm going to bring you all into my world of the supernatural. And because we are embarking on a rather uncertain end, perilous past this evening, I thought I should warn you that the distinction between the paranormal and the supernatural world of Herr Dr. von Wrilock takes one into the most unfathomable depths of outer darkness
1: beyond the spheres of a curved universe. So, without further ado. Let us begin.
0: My apologies, lords and ladies, but before we delve deep into the realm of the mysterious and the caverns of the mind beyond the pits of the eyes of mortality, let me first thank those of you courageous souls who have donated to my crowdfunding for a new project development campaign And, of course, the Verloc Laboratorium. Yes, well, I appreciate your support for my work. Much more than idle words can speak. So allow for me to conjure up something special for you. And, as it is, I already have. Just the other day, I gave our loyal following on Telegram a significant boost. To their crypto crow coinage. And the radionic magic took only a couple of hours. To see that 10% kick off. On this marvelous crow. As we like to say. Fly the crow to Asgard. Yes delicious. But we'll have more fun later. Now let us get on to the meat of the story tonight. What is the difference, if any, between the paranormal and the supernatural? Well, my dear Watson, the paranormal is anything a natural occurrence which has yet to be explained
1: scientifically.
0: That is to say, A paranormal researcher operates within the assumption that there is, at length, beyond the shadow of a doubt, a scientific
1: explanation for all manner of disturbing phenomena, such as the appearance
0: of apparitions, electronic voice phenomena, unidentified flying objects alien abduction and things like shadow people and cryptids like Bigfoot and the legendary Native American Sasquatch to the Tibetan Chinese Yeti. While some paranormal activities and phenomena have uh, yet to be explained scientifically, the recorded data suggest that at length there is a scientific explanation for the phenomena and occurrences of the utterly strange.
1: Now, as for supernatural, supernatural is in contrast to the
0: paranormal, a pursuit of the powers from beyond, the curved spheres of our noble reality, that is to say, that those of us who have either experienced the supernatural directly or believe in it do so realize that humanity resides within a reality that is rather like a bubble contained and by extension beyond this barrier which keeps us sanely intact in a rather insanely vast vault of inner and outer darkness is indeed the stuff of nightmare and dreadful dreamscapes, which of course would be perceived by our mere mortal minds as the most unfathomable and the most abominable absolute void of chaos. Yet, I do have knowledge of such a state of existence beyond the curvature of space and our parameters of agreed-upon assumptions about the nature of the universe. For me, the journey inward began with the realization that part of my soul was from another plane of existence, and not quite a parallel world, but rather an external beyondness by which I came into the world with guardian shadows, the true outsiders, those great and powerful beings who make the average ghost and boogeyman
1: look like a circus show or a Disney character. We are, all of us, in this bubble. With me are the powers
0: of which have bent the world beyond my coming into it. Everywhere my childhood genie has marked his name upon industry, both financial and technical. The name of Swift, my beloved dust devil and tornasilk, is indeed a financial system and a software for Apple OS, as well as a military missile, a satellite and even Right down to earth as a trucking transportation venture Yeah. Every aspect of my mind is adopted around the globe. My words begin to be uttered by speakers with no connection to my activities whatsoever. I sometimes snicker when a serious conversation is begun with the following intro dot dot, dot without further ado. <laughs> And my adoption of certain trends sparks a wildfire of global transformation that the old systems cannot conceive of, for they are the muggles and non-magical folks who cling to an anchor in the past, albeit some of the fools would like nothing more than to return to the dark ages or medieval times and have us working at ninety-degree angles to fork over their labor for their aristocratic associates who present in the common tongue to the multitude an idealism of being freedom lovers. Nothing, of course, could be further from the truth. They don't like my new system because in their minds, only they have a right to be rich, while the rest of us idle on the edge of poverty and carry their fat hulks on our shoulders. Have you ever noticed that? We always tend to carry the worst of us on our shoulders. But enough of this merriment already. I promised my listeners a story, and I will now deliver. In the early days of my youth, I realized the world was not as it seemed and that things were rarely ever as they ought to be. Every public speaker, teacher, lecturer, dean of students, principal, figurehead, and policeman has a sugar-coated tall tale, variation of reality to remind us of how we belong to the all-get-along club and that all humans are equally belonging to the almighty state. And that almighty state, ladies and gentlemen, is a devil in a satin dress, vague, vogue, and utterly outdated and ridiculously useless. This kind of thinking was my initiation into independent thinking, not by an order of any earthly kind, but an auric flare from my body, which beckoned to the great outsiders of the
1: unseen and unhewn outer spheres to seek out my soul. I heard a call from afar,
0: as if into a waking dream, I stammered. In confirmation to my suspicions of some intervention of an invisible source from beyond my mundane earthly reality, my stepfather was sent abroad. And I was to follow some months thereafter. I was offered to stay at my grandparents' house, but the call to follow with my family to new home overseas was too strong for me to ignore. A distant wind conjured up yet to be lived memories of a time that has yet not occurred. My mother, my brother, and myself waited for that day. The night before leaving, I stood looking out at the setting sun, and I was reminded of the scene from Star Wars
1: where Luke Skywalker is watching the sunset and daydreaming of becoming a pilot.
0: My mind was filled with both doubts and dreams simultaneously, but I chose to go to my stepfather and live in Arabia, where I would attend international school with students from all
1: over the world.
0: I think I was six at the time. While living in Riyadh, I went on many excursions, usually with my parents and their co-workers, but there was this one time I ventured with another little boy. His name was Lidovic, and we found ourselves at the entrance to a cavern with a perilous slope running deep down into the darkness of the earth. I had encouraged myself to dispel fear by the lure of possible treasure we might find. On some previous occasions, I had discovered jewelry, usually Bedouin bracelets or earrings. I imagined finding a beautiful necklace for my friend Cassandra, whose French accent arose thoughts of childish romantic notions for me at that time. And she was an ace girl who taught me French phrases and helped me when I got stuck with math, which the latter was more advanced than in American schools back home. Instead of jewels, I found deep down in the earth a
1: fiery light which I followed my friend stayed behind. And as I followed it around the bend at a safe distance, I thought, I turned the corner into utter darkness. Withdrawing my pocket torch and igniting my own flashlight, I discovered a caved in wall down a short corridor that it had just happened upon. And then, The sound of breathing became audible, at first very subtly, but gradually it seemed to me that I was surrounded by a pair of living beings, panting and encircling my small body. I stepped backwards and began my
0: retreat carefully, but I was followed by footsteps a gust of wind that was very subtle, but undeniably a presence of something moving about me. My flashlight found no living thing to shine upon
1: around my presence. But then my flashlight began to flicker and wane. So I began to run.
0: Now I found a Lidovic who, upon seeing my panicking state, did not wait for me to offer any explanation. But instead,
1: he darted in the same direction to exit the cavern. Ludovic leapt like a frog and cleared the sewer stream, but I fell into it.
0: I was almost carried away down another hole into a deeper darkness, but I made it out. Reaching the slope, far behind my friend, both of us uh, scratching up our knees in a panic to be away from that accursed place, I dared to look back down into the darkness I had just left,
1: perhaps lended some courage from the hot rays of the desert sun upon me. And what I saw
0: were two separate pairs of eyes or what appeared to be copper disk,
1: which resembled eyes, perhaps like a wolf, bouncing around at the threshold between day and subterranean darkness. My life
0: thereafter continued to grow in new experiences in the supernatural, though I did not again outright tread into the territory.
1: Of such ghastly things. Still, my visitations continued, and my mind's
0: eye also continued to burst into new perceptions of space and time, bumping into other minds on occasion, as if my senses had derailed from reality, from all that was what I
1: remembered of normality, my life changed, I transformed. While my stories may be
0: interesting starting portals for the next bestseller of graphic novels and maybe good cinema, please allow for me to turn your mind onto some rather practical applications for my supernatural unique talents. We currently live in a world resting against the clock, on many levels, perhaps more than at any other time. We are all made more aware of the consequences of such things as climate change, extreme weather, telluric events exacerbating the incentive to restructure our lifestyle and the societies around this planet. What is the real difficulty of this current state in our history
1: now is that we are, despite our best efforts at present, losing the battle to such climate change. We are not winning. Similarly, the
0: economy is not a smooth flowing river of opportunity by any means. Yes there are improvements by creating new jobs and possibly some lifetime careers for some of the green alternative energy solution industries. However, the policy-making sector of society is not quite on par with the technocrats' unique perspective, which stems from a learned knowledge and, of course, our entrepreneurs' may offer uncompromisable and inviolable wisdom through creativity and extensive experience in many sectors thought useful to enacting positive change in society. Politics continues to run amok, pulling the wool over our eyes. The show must go on, as they say. Hmm, yes, well, I wish it were not so. Universities blend narratives which may or may not be entirely the reality in front of our eyes. Yet the story is more believable of what can be imagined than of what can be detected by our personal faculties. Thus division and blame inescapable consequences of a failure to be good listeners to seasoned, technical, real-world working professionals. I can think of many areas parallel to these sectors of society. However, the real point here is that sometimes we simply don't have time to meet the challenges. There are, however, and quite certainly some very good suggestions, such as as I've heard about the bright spots, those tactics which have worked in the past, which should be revisited and implemented into action again, exponentially and amplified such as social activism to bring attention to very crucial areas of dire need and modern challenges, as well as the challenges of economy and environment for future generations. But having said this,
1: as a matter of course, there does come a time when miracles are begged for and to be wanting. And unfortunately, many people are afraid to ask for help. Allow for me to dispel uncertainty and doubts from your mind and rekindle your heart with the
0: power of hope and refill your mind imbued with the Verloc
1: essence of the supernatural.
0: The supernatural is probably that area of potential science that will not be a true science for another thousand years. However, the ability of some individuals, such as myself, a handful of my colleagues, to tap into these untapped and greatly overlooked pools of energy from beyond ordinary means is an opportunity of a lifetime to the right investor and team player ready to take a chance for securing an entire planet, saving jobs, healing the environment, making breakthroughs in technology in ways ordinarily inconceivable to modern science. What is more interesting, aside from my private project services that you may hire me to do, is that I believe that over a period of years I can, with the proper funding, distribute this power of the invisible world to many people, and through a new shift in techno-philosophical earnestness combined with an entertaining and fun learning gadget we could have people who are more immediately aware and in tune with the environment on par with social rest or unrest societal circumstances and overall inclusive humanitarian efforts to pull together a better overall society not just for one country, but for the many. And eventually, by extension of investing in this new tech gadget that they have in mind, we could cover the entire
1: planet in a miracle working apparatus that makes us more human than human. We would all be like hmm, the Green Lantern Think about it for a time. In the
0: meantime, know that I have some instruments which can help you personally. New batch of servitors is being made this month of April. And you may have your name added to the list of interested parties, or you may purchase one of my miraculous prayer board instruments. I have a wide collection of psionics Techno mystical books in my shop. And if you are entirely new to what I am speaking of here, please read my simple ebook, Keep the Magic High, for only $4.99. In an instant download tonight. Why wait? You can have all the answers that you seek in an instant that is the beauty of our technical and gradually all-inclusive world. Also, please pardon my taking a moment here to give some thanks to those whom I believe have made a positive and, let's face it, life-transforming impact in my life and the lives of other fortunate souls. I give thanks tonight to the founders of Riyadh International Community School, also known as RICS, uh, to their staff and my teachers, my fellow students, uh, to the Crown Prince Fahd, uh, for this very privileged
1: opportunity to attend International Community School in my early grade school years. The
0: reason why I feel grateful, I humbly believe that my life experiences and education abroad has opened my mind to new horizons. And like any good soul, any good soul who has an ounce of humanity and courage, I return to my fellow Americans in the United States after my adventuring abroad in Arabia, and uh, living in japan to make an attempt to share with you my spiritual study my soul experiences and aim to uplift us all from the clouded narratives of our times and bring you into a future where our minds can be expanded and together we become a world of well like spock always said in those uh, star trek films live long and prosper so let us aim to prosper now and long into the future generations to come thank you ladies and gentlemen for taking this ride into a parallel universe a parallel system of systems and a new spiritual earnestness combined with the blessings of technology and psionics. Thank you for joining me tonight on Planet Verloc Psionics Podcast, and until next time, as always, keep the magic high. This is Air Doctor von Verloc, signing out.